This is Science Friday. I'm Ira Flato. And I'm Kathleen Davis. If you're anything like me, food is an important part of your life. One of my favorite things to do is to get together with friends and family and have a big, delicious meal. And that's good because with the holiday season coming up, there will be lots of that. But what do you do if you find yourself up in space, let's say, residing on the International Space Station? You know, back in the day, early astronauts squeezed food out of a tube or they sucked in an orange-flavored breakfast drink. Yes, not the most appetizing idea. And life on the International Space Station does throw some wrenches into how food and eating work. But Ira, today, dining in space is actually quite different. Is it? Tell us about it. Well, to answer some of my gustatory questions is my guest, Shule Wu, Food Systems Manager for the International Space Station. She's joining us from Houston, Texas. Welcome to Science Friday. Thank you so much, Kathleen. Happy to be here. We are happy to have you. So I want to start with a, with a quick clarification. Is nutrition and what your body needs different in space than it is when you are on the ground here on Earth? Yeah, actually, the terrestrial nutritional recommendations on Earth are typically used by us as a starting point for spaceflight requirements. But several nutritional requirements, they do change in space due to the nature of space travel. For example, uh, the microgravity has negative impacts to astronauts on their bones, muscles, and the cardiovascular system. So as a countermeasure to mitigate those effects, on average, astronauts need to spend at least two hours per day to exercise on ISS. Not sure how that compared wow. to you or our listeners, <laughs> but that's definitely more exercise than I would do on a daily basis. And of course, more exercise means higher caloric needs. And another example is vitamin D. On Earth, our skin can synthesize vitamin D when we're exposed to the UVB radiation in the sunlight. However, astronauts are protected from sunlight exposure during space flight. So the requirement of vitamin D is also higher. Can you explain to me what kind of foods are actually available to astronauts that are prepared in your lab? I mean, what might an astronaut's daily menu, I guess, look like? Yeah, so we actually offer a standard menu to astronauts. We call standard menu doesn't mean that they have to follow the menu, but more like a pantry stacked up with 200 different food and beverage items with a quantity between one to three for each item for crew member to pick and choose what they want to eat each day uh, so that they can eat the same meals, but they don't have to or they can choose to eat different meals and they don't have to. And uh, we often hear crew members say that food is one of the few things crew members have total control over on ISS, unless their flight surgeon noticed something out of whack from their food intake tracking data. And those standard menu foods account for about 80% of their food intake. Um, other than those 80% standard menu foods, they also get personal preference food accounting for the remaining 20% of their total food consumption. And I have to mention all those food are um, definitely packaged and stowed at Johnson Space Center here in Houston to prepare for International Space Station. Are there any meals or snacks that seem to be extra popular for the astronauts? 
Uh, that's actually hard to say, but we do notice a trend. Any new food item we add to the standard menu, they tend to be healthier and also more popular among crew members. Um, one example, like mango salad, that's a product developed by our food scientists recently. We add to the standard menu and it become a very popular product. So a big part of what you do is food packaging. So can you tell me a little bit about how gravity, I would imagine that's a big factor in something that would impact how you would package foods. How does that how does that change how you how you work with packaging? Right, totally. It's actually difficult to mix solid with liquid in the microgravity environment. So what we do, we have different strategies. One thing like uh, the drink, the coffee, uh, we get with crew member um, before they fly and they find out what's their preference on the coffee. If they prefer black coffee with cream and sugar, then we add those pre-mixed dry powder together in the beverage pouch and send up in the dehydrated form. So that all crew members need to do on ISS is add the water back, then they get their coffee with creamer and sugar. Uh, so that's one strategy. Uh, and uh, another strategy, um, like a condiments. On ground, we like to use salt and pepper <laughs> to flavor our food. And for astronauts in uh, microgravity environments, they cannot really shake the salt bottle out. What we do is we dissolve the salt in water uh, so that they can apply the liquid salt onto their food for flavoring. Is the reason why you can't have the the granular salt because it may just go everywhere and, and just float around? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely trying to avoid any crumbs uh, in the microgravity environment because when we have crumbs on Earth, they fall onto the table, fall onto the floor. In microgravity, they can go anywhere. Mm. So I'm imagining no potato chips. <laughs> yes, that's correct. No potato chips. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and even cracker, you know, um, our scientists really uh, does a great job identifying the cracker that can withhold this transportation process and also identify the right amount of vacuum we can apply to package the cracker to hold the cracker in place without cracking it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about how these foods are prepared before they go into space. But once they're actually on the International Space Station and the astronauts have this package in their hands, how do they actually prepare their food to make sure that it is ready to eat? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so with the challenge of microgravity, astronauts, they, they actually cannot cook the food yet, cook on their own. And also, they are very busy human beings. So most of the food we provide are ready to eat. Um, all crew member needs to do is, depend on the food type, if it's uh, we call thermostabilized or irradiated food, those are basically ready to eat food. The thermostabilized food can be compared as like the canned foods you can find in grocery store. Uh, except we package those in a flexible pouch so that they're less in weight and also consume less volume after consumption. For those crew members just need to put into a food warmer. Um, the food warmer on ISS, they can heat up food to about 185 Fahrenheit. And they have those clamps inside of the food warmer to hold hold the food packages in place and heat out the food by conduction. 
And for freeze-dried food, uh, crew member will need to add the water first, as I mentioned earlier. And on ISS, they can choose either cold water or hot water to hydrate the food before they cut open the package and eat from the package. So I want to talk a little bit about shelf-stable technology, which I'm sure is a huge part of what you do, um, because you don't want astronauts to get food poisoning. I mean, how do you avoid astronauts getting sick from the food? Yeah, that is a big part of what we do here at the Johnson Space Center. We need to make the food shelf-stable because ISIS food system is a shelf-stable food system. This is due to the logistic lead time to have the food prepared till the point they can be consumed on ISS. It could be ranging between one to three years. Therefore, the food we provide has to have a minimum three-year shelf life for ISS. And to make the food shelf stable, we have several processing technologies we apply um, to achieve this goal. One example is freeze-drying. That is a process to freeze the food first. And because food are made of water, <laughs> like a beef steak, that could be about 80% water. If we talk about salad, that would be even more. And free drying is this process to uh, first freeze the food, convert all the water, liquid water, into solid ice. And then we pull a vacuum to the food to allow the ice, the solid ice, to sublimate into vapor without going through the liquid phase. The wow. end product become a very dry, um, very dry cake that's uh, shelf-stable. Yeah, without water, food become very stable. Another technology is thermal stabilizing. That's a process we apply heat to the food um, to deactivate the bacteria and some of the spores in order to make the food shelf-stable, just like the canned foods we can find in grocery store. And the third technology is irradiation. Uh, NASA actually have the federal approval to apply certain amount of dosage, irradiation dosage, to achieve um, commercial sterility of food so that they don't need to be refrigerated or kept frozen and still be good for three years. So I have been camping before. I have had dehydrated food before. It's not always delicious. How does your lab make sure that the food that goes through all these processes to become shelf-stable actually tastes good? That's actually quite challenging, Um, (laughs) going through those processes and also going through uh, those killing steps to making sure the food is safe to eat. At the same time, we also need to meet the nutritional requirements. Our scientists normally play with um, different flavors for example, like we can add some spicy kick to the food if we have to take the salt out. So just trying to be very creative and make sure the food still tastes good. Food and the act of eating can really be such an important part of life for a lot of people and people across cultures, too. How is this recreated in space? Yeah, so first of all, uh, we try to provide uh, as diverse standard menu as possible, trying to accommodate astronauts with different background and culture. At the same time, we also work very closely with our international partners like Japanese Space Agency, ESA Space Agency, etc., 
Normally, when they have their crew member flying, they will be sending some specialty food as well to allow crew member to share those unique food on ISS. Shulei Wu is food systems manager for the International Space Station. She's joining us from Houston, Texas. Thank you so much for joining us. This was a great conversation. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.